In today's show, I'm looking ahead to Tuesday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. We're here to look ahead to Tuesday, what I'm watching for, what you should be watching for, and some streaming options. So, warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> First game, Pistons-Wizards. Let's see who's worse. Cade Cunningham was featured on my buy low show because he's shooting horribly. Like under 30% from three horribly, under 25% from three horribly. Can he fix that shit? We hope so. The minutes are a little bit down as well, which is frustrating. Let's get them back up. Let's see what he can do. Can he start to turn it on like he has for stretches this season? And then Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes' minutes have been, over the last five games, 12, lol, 18, 25, 18, 28. Shout out to your mate, Dwayne Casey, part of the, what's the opposite of the dynamic duo? The dreadful duo? The, I don't know, the putrid pair of head coach and GM? I don't know what we're going to expect from Hayes. I think he looks good when he's passing and defending. When he's scoring and shooting, yeah, it's a different matter. It's bad. But i tell you what I know. I know he's got more of a chance of being a future player than what Corey Joseph does. So let's hope that Dwayne Casey realizes this, but we've been doing this for 10 years with Dwayne Casey. I know he's not going to realize what's best for his team. And that's where we are. So let's see what happens. For the Wizards, you're going to be shocked, absolutely flabbergasted. Hold on to whatever's around you and sit down because Kristaps Porzingis Porzingis. is doubtful to play. It's it, It hit me hard when I woke up and saw it. It's probably hitting you hard hearing it here. Because you were just expecting him out there. Because we were told two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, he was ready to play first game. But you know what? These tricky bone bruises, oh, we're not shutting him down. All right, this is the big Agatha Harkness wink star. We're not shutting him down. Maybe they're not. I expect. I do expect Puzingas to play this season. Four more games is my guess. And then he's done. Um, it's just bullshit. Just, just do something with it. Anyway, my point here is he's not going to play. So Daniel Gafford will get another chance at starting. I think we, the Wizards, and hopefully you, well, when I say we, that includes you, hopefully we've realized that Daniel Gafford is a much better option than Thomas Bryant. Daniel Gafford is not a star center. He's not an all-star center. He's not a great center. He's nothing like that. But he is better than Thomas Bryant. Significantly better. So we're hoping that we get those strong minutes from Gaff, who's played 24 in each of the last two. And then whatever happens at point guard, Hal Neto, whose minutes have gone 33, 21, 30, and 25. That's really cool, isn't it? Hard to really get a full grasp of who's going to get those minutes and how it's going to play out, making them very hard to roster in 12s. Him and Ishmith. Does Sadoransky factor in? I doubt it, but maybe he's getting signed by this team. So some interesting stuff to watch for there with the Washington Wizards. The second game of the day, the Hawks and the Celtics. Bogdan Bogdanovich was on my sell high list earlier today as well. Bogdanovich is on fire. 
shooting the ball. Really, really good stuff. Steel numbers are way up as well. The minutes are solid. He's 30 a night. He's a better option than Herder. He's a bit much better player than Hunter. But I'm just worried that some of this efficiency and usage stuff might drop off somewhat. So we just want to watch that, see where his role lies. And then last game, Onyeka Okongwu was amazing. 27 minutes, killed it with Kapala and some early foul trouble. I, I think he's going to be legitimately, I think he's their starting center next season and a legitimate top 50 player. Probably wouldn't draft him there because of the risk. Actually, I might. Depends on what happens when projections happen. I think he's going to be a monster. And we're seeing that now. Is there any chance of a minute split? Probably not. But if Kapala shows one inch of struggle, I reckon Nate's going to pull it. I reckon Nate's going to just make the switch in-game and then we see a Kongwu. Next game, it'll revert back to Kapala, but there's some interesting stuff going on there. Um, For the Celtics, Al Horford didn't play last game. I know that's got people absolutely shitting themselves. Oh my God, is he going to sit every back-to-back? Yeah, maybe he does, but he also played 37 minutes in the first night of that back-to-back. So that's... Yeah, part of it. And there's one back-to-back in the next four weeks for the Celtics. So I wouldn't be too panicky about that. But he'd been playing really, really well before he set out that game. What do his minutes look like in comparison to Rob Williams and Grant Williams is something to watch. And then we need to watch Maximum Derek White. Maximum Derek. Who played 28, 29, and 28 minutes the first three games in Boston off the bench. Played 36 as a starter, replacing Marcus Smart. Then after the break... 20, 20, and 22. I don't really understand that. If it stays at 20, then yes, he is a drop. Let's see. So we've had three games of great minutes off the bench, three games of bad minutes off the bench. Which way does the pendulum swing? If it's back to 21 again, see you later. We're not sitting through that bullshit. Next game. Nets Raptors. This is a weird one because these guys are actually playing today. And they're playing again tomorrow. Just different locations. For the Nets, I don't believe that Kyrie Irving is available to play. I know it's on the road, but it's in Canada. And yes, Scotiabank Arena has uh, removed their vaccine mandate, but the country of Canada has not. So to get into the country, I believe that you need a vaccination. And Kyrie Irving does not have one. So I don't think he's going to be available to play. Now, that could be completely wrong, and that could change, or that could have changed, and I haven't seen it in the last week or so, but I don't believe you can enter Canada Without a vaccination, so Kyrie sh- shouldn't be playing, is my guess. So, Paddy Mills has been really bad over a fairly big stretch of time. This is a chance for him to get some more minutes back, and we'll see what he is able to do. And Seth Curry is going to have that opportunity again. No Ben Simmons, which it looks like it's going to be for a while, to be honest. Um, Kevin Durant, I would highly doubt Kevin Durant's moving, uh, flying to Toronto for this game for his return. I think more likely Thursday's the time for Durant to play, but he might be back, we don't know. Um, so Curry is going to have a pretty significant role here in this game. So guys like Drummond and James Johnson and those sort of players. Well, for the Raptors, this is their second game of their five-game week. We don't know at the time of me recording this whether Ken Birch will continue to start for OG Ananobi. I think he won't. I think it'll be Precious Achua, the big sneeze. So we'll see what happens. I, I think that you'll see in um, Monday's game that Achua will start. So he'll probably start again Tuesday. He's at least a streamer because of the five games. I don't love him from a fantasy perspective. I don't think he's even a top 250 player this year. But there is a chance for some decent enough value here, I think, for him. While Fred Van Vliet, he's questionable for Monday. The knee's flaring up. It's a back-to-back. It's a five-game week. He's sitting in one of these games. Whether it's one of these two games here or one of the other back-to-backs later in the week, he might only play three this week. So we want to see what, if he does play. If he doesn't play, what lineup do they go with? Do they throw Malachi Flynn into the starters? Because they're already losing OG Ananobi. 
Do they go really big and have uh, Barnes, Ananobi, Siakam, and then throw Boucher and Achura out there? Does that Young start? I don't know, man. That'd be very interesting to see what they end up doing if uh, Van Vliet doesn't play. Very, very interesting. A lot of um, possibilities there. It's also possibilities at Bet Online because it is the number one spot for all of your sports betting action. Football's over, but basketball's in full swing. Bas- pro basketball, college basketball, whatever basketball you're looking for, Bet Online has got you covered. The number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. It is the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net has all of your hockey, boxing, and UFC odds as well. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online is where the game starts. Let's look at the next one. Warriors, Timberwolves. No Draymond Green, of course. So who's it going to be? Gary Payton, John Kaminga, Otto Porter. It's been Payton the last two. He's a great steals streamer. Kaminga usually can provide okay defense and solid scoring with the big hit in percentages. And both of them can be streamable for 12-team leagues. We want to see how those minutes get distributed. Kaminga struggled a little bit last game while Payton's minutes were up. Jordan Poole really struggled in that one. We also got Moses Moody starting because Clay Thompson was out. When you look at Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody. So we don't know whether Clay is going to return. We don't expect Andre Iguodala to play, but there's still intrigue around the Kaminga, Porter, um, Gary Payton minutes. For Minnesota, this is a back-to-back for them. Jaden McDaniel's coming out of the All-Star break was one of the hottest players, and then the two games he's been really bad. 39 combined minutes in those two games, struggled significantly. I don't think he's worth a 12-team hold. But let's see, how does him and Vanderbilt Bar look in this game? And then Goose, Anthony Edwards. We know that he was the feature player on my buy low, sell high show because of how badly he's been playing. Can he do something to turn it around? He's averaging like eight points over the last four games. That's not including Monday's game against the Cavs. Is his knee actually still bothering him that much? Really, really key focus in on him, I think. Another game that we saw just yesterday. The Clippers and the Rockets, they're matching up again. Terrence Mann, big, big steal numbers so far. Playing well, minutes are good. 12-team league player for now. Let's see what he looks like. Let's see if he can keep this hot shooting up. And the other one I want to watch is Ivica Zubats, who dominated the Rockets. Played big minutes after Hartenstein had been eating into his playing time. Zubats' minutes went 23, 18, and then 34 in the last three games. And I think we'll push higher again because of how Ty Lue wants him to dominate this Rockets matchup. Let's see whether he can do it again. Those numbers were strong. The games before that, eh, not so strong. For the Rockets, Chris Wood was also on the buy low, sell high show because he's been really struggling. Can he hit some bloody free throws? Get some blocks back maybe. Maybe get a steal or two. Something that you haven't done in weeks. That'd be great. And then Kevin Porter and Gary Bird, Garrison Matthews, are both questionable with ankle issues. Now, this is the start of a back-to-back for Houston, so Eric Gordon's going to miss one of these games. This is a real opportunity here for um, Dennis Schroeder to play bigger minutes. And he's worth a stream for this back-to-back. The Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back, there is stream value in Schroeder if he is available because of the doubts with Porter, the doubts with Matthews, and the absence of Gordon in one of these games. That might even fire up Josh Christopher for some value. We want to see what they do in terms of who plays. And if those both those guys are out, can Christopher and Schroeder really make, uh, make some noise? Mavericks and Lakers. Ugh. I'm just over talking about the Lakers. Let's talk Mavericks though. Because Spencer Dinwiddie was excellent against the Warriors. He was pretty good against the Jazz. He struggled in, I think, the game against the Pelicans. But he looks better in Dallas than he did in Washington. 
Is that realistic to expect it to continue like that? Can he continue to get 30 minutes a night? He's played 30 in two of the three games, which is pretty intriguing. Can he do that again? I don't know, but I want to watch it. I want to watch how that impacts Jalen Brunson, whose minutes have been strong. He played 32 against the Warriors, but he played 36 and 37 the games before that. So there is a chance that he still plays 35 or Dinwiddie plays 30. So I wouldn't worry too much about Brunson, although his numbers have dropped off a little bit. For the Lakers, is LeBron going to play? He does not look healthy at all. He looks bad. Is he going to be out there? I I don't know. Is Avery Bradley going to play? Fingers crossed he doesn't. No offense to Avery. Kamal Anthony is someone I want to watch though because he is playing solidly. And there's a great opportunity for him to be a 12-team league player at the moment. And I think you should grab him. I also want to watch Dwight Howard, who is a really strong field goal, block, and rebound guy. You need those categories. Howard's going to get probably his 20 minutes at the moment. We know pretty clearly that he's a better option than DeAndre Jordan. So this is a real opportunity to at least stream him in with the understanding of the lack of production in points and the bad free throws. But if you need those specific categories, Dwighty is available, and he might be able to provide something for you. Um, so I'm going to tell you about Rock Auto. That can provide something for you. And what can it comp- what it can provide is parts for your car that are cheaper. Simple as that. Why would you go to a local chain auto parts store? Waste your time, waste your money, waste your patience lining up to talk to a bloke behind the counter so he can rip you off. So he might as well just steal your wallet straight out of your pocket. Do you keep your pocket, uh, wallet in your back pocket or in your front pocket? I'm always a back pocket, man. Anyway, that's beside the point because Rock Auto doesn't care what pocket that you keep your wallet in because you're doing it at home on your computer. They've been serving online auto parts customers for the last 20 plus years. Whether it's brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet, Rock Auto has everything that you need for your car or truck. So go to their website. Amazingly, coincidentally, it's rockauto.com. And you will see all the parts available for your car or truck. And in there, how did you hear about us box? Right, locked on. So that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Let's stream. That sounds a little bit rude, and I don't know why that sounded so rude. Um, back-to-back streamers, it's the Rockets. So Schroeder's there. Yeah, you can stream him in. Uh, the Delicate Dancer, try it, see what happens. KJ Martin, Gary Bird, maybe Josh Christopher, depending on those absences. They're the team with that back-to-back on the Tuesday-Wednesday. That's who you're looking at. We're just looking at Tuesday's action. Nico Batum and Isaiah Hartenstein. Maybe. Fingers crossed for Hartenstein. Corey Kispert, Otto Porter, Thad Young. These are all guys who are available in over 50% of leagues using our advanced metric, not Yahoo's metric. So there are guys who will be available in some of your leagues that aren't on this list. So just be aware that's what I'm using as a cutoff here. Grant Williams, Gary Payton, Kelly Olenek, Dwight Powell, Hal Neto. Um, what has happened here? Just looking at this list, and I think it's the wrong one. Yep, that's fine. Um, I put the wrong list up there, but that's no worries. Let's look at points leagues and guys that we can stream in for points leagues. We're looking at Patrick Beverly, Denny Avdia, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Dwight Howard, Thad Young, James Johnson, Isaiah Hartenstein, Dorian Finney-Smith, Kelly Linick, and Reggie Bullock. Guys, that will do it for today's show. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, thumb it up. Leave your comments down below, guys. We're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.